Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, how are you this good morning? morning? We are. I am uh, doing fantastic. We are uh, here in uh, November. I think this is uh, right before Thanksgiving. So. Yeah, it should uh, be Wednesday the twenty third that yeah. this will air, right? So. Tomorrow will be Thanksgiving when yeah. this comes out. <laughs> Everybody hopefully is getting ready and going to have a great uh, experience of Thanksgiving. We'll have a little short devotional tomorrow and uh, uh, then we'll uh, have everybody enjoy their uh, time together with family. And uh, it's always a great uh, just celebration of, mm-hmm. of uh, reminding that, you know, we're thankful to God for all, all that he's done for us. So we're, we're certainly grateful. Um, we've been uh, talking about uh, prayer uh, what we call believing prayer, uh, life connection to the life of the Holy Spirit. And uh, we've tried to set it up that keep thinking it's like the relationship that disciples had with Jesus where they were just with him. Uh, dialogue, mm-hmm. talking, discussing, even even when, and this is really a, a thing, we'll, we'll actually talk about this further, but um, a lot of times they just talk to each other, the disciples. Right. And uh, guess who is listening? <laughs> uh, Jesus he is. Yeah. would be listening. And he says, um, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> Which he knew, by the way. Uh, right. Absolutely. Uh, well, uh, 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 you know, and they'd be talking about uh, who's going to be first in the kingdom. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and, and see, dialogue prayer is, is God is always listening. Our, our discussion even with each other is prayer mm-hmm. because he's broadened out the, the definition that it's, it's what you're doing to converse with each other and then with him. And right. he would like to be front and center yeah. to have you talk to him, listen, process, and then let him interject and or interrupt to say, well, let me share with you something or, or Hey, I know, I know you're burdened by this right now. Uh, let's you and I talk about this. Come to me and I have something to say to you. Uh, and by the way, we're going to get into today this beautiful thing called intercession that uh, not only is it for us, but it's actually for those around us. And we'll, we're going to look at what that is. Right. As you just gave that description, I'm reminded of the verse in Malachi, Malachi 3.16, yep. that says, then those who feared the Lord spoke to one another and the Lord listened and heard them. And I remember I had never heard that verse before. I really heard it taught on before. Yeah, uh, the first abide retreat that we went to with you, you shared that um, is just an example of how literally our conversations with other believers are prayers and that God is right there in the midst of them. And I I had some fun. I remember digging into that verse on the heels of it, but it's such a beautiful picture, exactly what you're saying with the disciples walking and talking to each other and talking to him as well. And um, just the way that is so fluid and relational. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to find that the... uh, 
you know, it's about this, this beautiful dialogue that we have, the privilege of it, because the Holy Spirit was within us, Christ is within us, and he's always has an opportunity to speak, to talk, to discuss, to listen, uh, to mm-hmm. receive. And uh, that's why it's pray without ceasing isn't go in your prayer closet and stay there all day long, but rather uh, right. talk, talk to God all the time and be in conversation with him uh, because of that, because of that privilege. Uh, uh, and we, yes. and we talked last time that um, it's about a place of secrets that God will disclose things that only he knows mm-hmm. if we have a heart to hear it. And it's going to be private to us because we have a heart to hear it. Uh, he just said, if you, if you, if you come to me, I'll tell you great and mighty things that you don't know. Um, I'm going to reveal secrets to you that I know that you don't because you can't naturally mm-hmm. figure them out. And I'll give you revelation so that as you uh, understand my will, I'm going to show you things about it. You know, for example, I um, was just on the phone with a group of uh, CEOs and one of them um, is uh, working on a process of, of investing uh, what they call micro-investing, and that is just very small okay. in, small investments to get things kind of started and launched. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, one thing they've noticed is that they became a connecting point uh, for young young adults to find jobs hmm. uh, and jobs in these new investments or jobs in, in right. other companies. And uh, the group noticed man, I, we weren't expecting that. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of a sudden, are we supposed to take part of our business model and develop a recruiting employment agency, basically, to take young adults and get them jobs, particularly in Christian companies? Uh, oh, interesting. Um, and their thought, uh, as we talked about it, uh, you know, it was like, okay, what's your, what's your uh, prayer? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the prayer was uh, what I call a binary prayer is, should we do that or not? Yeah, yes or no. <laughs> yes or no. Uh, and I said, well, um, you might want to rephrase that. Uh, mm-hmm. That go back a step and say, what is your will? What do you have to say to me about this? I've noticed something. Remember, mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit says, I'm telling you of things to come. So now, I said, you could figure all this out by your analytical work, or you could go to God and ask him for a secret answer. Well, why don't you just tell me what you have to say about this and how do you want to lead me down the path of it? Mm-hmm. And then just walk down the path because his answer will be a secret and it won't be based upon logic. It'll be based on what he knows. Right. Uh, and he says, uh, uh, and so, you know, we're going to, we're going to join you in what we call intercession. Uh, okay. So the question is, how do we intercede for other people mm-hmm. and what's our role with that? And what does that look like uh, in this aspect of prayer? Because remember, we, we have been talking about the beauty of community mm-hmm. uh, and you're joining together to seek God's will and to understand right. what and he God has to And God uses say. that to complete the picture. Yeah. And he uses it. And then he says, well, your role is to join in intercession. And, and a lot mm-hmm. of people take intercession as, well, I could say, Kathy, what do you want? Mm-hmm. Well, I want this. Okay, I'll pray to God that he gives you that. Right. And, and that's what we think is intercession. He says, no, um, it's way more uh, uh, in the same vein as we've been listening is 
come to me together and you help the process of discovering God's will. So let's first mm-hmm. of all go to uh, Romans uh, 8, 20, 26 to 28. This actually speaks okay. about the role of the Holy Spirit in intercession. Excellent. Okay. Romans 8, 26 to 28. Yep. Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is, because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Okay. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. Yeah. So um, uh, as you uh, look at that, um, the Holy Spirit, uh, it says, is making intercession Mm-hmm. Uh, according to what? According to God's will. According to God's will. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of an important phrase mm-hmm. uh, that the Holy Spirit isn't saying, well, uh, Rich, you know, what do you want? I'll go ask the Father to give it to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll intercede for you. No. He says the Holy Spirit is talking to who? The Father. Right. And saying, what is your will for Rich mm-hmm. and Linda? Uh, and um, my intercession, the Holy Spirit saying, my intercession is, first of all, and this is really critical, is he now understands it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this goes back to... Uh, uh, John 16, uh, and, and when John speak or when Jesus speaks in John five and John eight, he says, I did nothing except what I heard the father speak mm-hmm. and says the Holy spirit declares only what he hears the father speak. Mm. So, um, he first has to, well, father, what is your will? Right. Okay, now that I've received it, I'm going to facilitate Rich and Linda to receive it and that they would both understand it and walk into it uh, step by step by step. Um, and I'm interceding that they, they, they have a heart to hear. I'm interceding that they have a heart to follow. Mm-hmm. I have a, I'm interceding that you father would make it clear to them and you would do things circumstantially to assist them to understand your will. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so intercession, think about therefore what's, what's the definition of intercession by the Holy spirit? What is he doing? It's really surrender and submitting to God and allowing the the Holy Spirit to lead us into what God wants us to pray for. Yeah. So look at, look at, in a sense, two directions is that first intercession is give me understanding and clarity about your will mm-hmm. that I can facilitate then somebody else. And I'm going to then work with them to help mm-hmm. them learn and understand it. And I'm going to be in a sense, the, the middle interceder, mm-hmm receiving and processing, receiving and processing, and I'm going to facilitate it. Now, by the way, uh, and, and this is when we talk to, uh, when we're with other people, uh, who's also resident in them? The Holy Spirit. Okay. So 
our role of intercessor isn't independent of that. Right. Um, it's not, well, I'll take the place of the Holy Spirit. No. In fact, it's completely dependent upon that. Yeah. Um, so that when somebody is saying, could you help me with, with discover my will, like I was describing about this one uh, executive, um, my intercession isn't, well, tell me, Father, my will, your will for him, and I'll tell him. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, it's, I want you to understand it. I want you to receive mm-hmm. it. I want you to process it. Because I'm also in him, and the Holy Spirit is interceding for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, then join the process and confirm things, but don't become the one that people look to for the answer. Right. So I have an interesting example of this. It's just a fun one. Um, recently, just a couple of days ago, um, you know, Caleb and Liv are preparing for their wedding and their honeymoon. And they're doing a honeymoon part one and part two, which mm-hmm. I love. Um, so they're going to, you know, go to the beach basically to a resort for the week right after. They're going to come home and visit everyone, repack their bags, and they're actually going to go to Europe for three weeks before they enter mm. real life and their jobs and nice. all of that. Um, so super fun. And they have been praying about and seeking God's will on where that would be and gathering information and doing the ask, seeking and knocking. And um, they were starting to narrow in on some things. And we've all been praying with them on some of this or, you know, knowing that we're all praying together separately kind of thing. And um, they had landed on or we're starting to hone in on the idea that they would fly to Switzerland first, Mm -hmm. spend a few days there and then take the train into Italy. And they were looking at a couple different stops there and then um, hop a plane over to Spain and do, you know, some time about a week there or so, and then fly home from Spain. And, um, it was funny because I just feel you know, they were, they were starting to feel pretty settled in that. And so I spent some time that next morning after we had had that conversation, just asking God to confirm, you know, is, is this what, you know, is this what you're saying? Is this where they're supposed to go? And so sweet. Um, very specifically, I wish I had had my journal handle handy to share with you, but it was fun. Cause basically um, I asked him, you know, so what do you have to say about Italy? And, and he basically said, oh, this one's going to be great for them. And, you know, remind them um, to leave margin to respond. There's going to be things they say, look in the eyes of people when they're there. I mean, like he gave me some sweet prophetic words over that time in Italy. And then I'm like, okay, what about, you know, what about Switzerland? And the immediate thing was tell them to ask me. They, they need to ask me first. I'll tell them yes or no. So I think maybe they had not potentially brought that part as very specifically to him anyway. And I said, what about Spain? And immediately he's right back to, I put this as a desire of their heart for a reason, you know? And so I shared that with them the next day and I'm like, so I, you know, I don't know. i just want to share. I'm feeling strong confirmation on Italy and Spain um, and not necessarily not on Switzerland, but the prompting that I got was you need to actually ask him. And, um, and it was fun because then they both took that and they did go back and ask and God just gave them confirmation, both of them, that that is to be a part of it. But, but I thought it was just a neat, it was neat that he used, invited me into the process to confirm to them, because I think that also, you know, things that he was telling them about the trip, um, then he uses an outside source to then confirm, oh yeah, you are hearing right. 
you know, there is something there and, and here's some other things to be alerted to when you're on that trip. And this is going to be a big adventure, you know? Yeah. And a little, you know, oh, by the way, though, I don't want you taking off on your own. I want you asking me each step. So if you skipped this one, ask me, and then you'll be able to step into it with confidence, you know? Yes. Yeah. So how would you, as you looked at that, how would you define intercession? Um, going to the father alongside with someone yeah. <laughs> and seeking his will and allowing him to confirm his will. Again, I didn't need to, even that, you know, you look at Switzerland, God was very clear. Uh, you're not to, I'm not telling you the yes or no yet. That's not your role. <laughs> they need to come ask me. Right. And then I will confirm with you on that, you know, so there was an interesting spot in that even. Yeah. I thought. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and that the, uh, again, the, the, uh, the community is always intended that together we are seeking God's will. Mm-hmm. So that uh, if, if, if like uh, uh, your son and, and his uh, fiance are seeking God's will, mm-hmm. well, they welcome you to intercede. They, you welcome oh, your, your input that, uh, hey, I heard that you should go talk to him further about Switzerland. Um, mm-hmm. And it's not like, eh, it doesn't matter. We're going to go do what we want. It's rather because I'm joining in that heart of, of seeking God's will, I welcome your, your input. And remember, right. if, if it's of God, it's never to tell you to tell them what they should do. Right. Uh, it's always, right. it's always confirm, challenge. You can instruct, you can warn, mm-hmm. uh, the prophetic is part of it, but, um, uh, you know, join in seeking and participating uh, in God's will. And it's very similar to the Holy Spirit where his role is very specific, intercession Mm -hmm. according to the will of God. Well, if it's intercession according to the will of God, is it going to be effective if a believer doesn't even pursue it or care about it? No. See, no. uh, The intercession actually shifts to a different place is... Well, they don't have a heart for God's will. They don't have a heart for your will, Father. So I'm going to intercede that actually they repent Mm. and they have a heart to receive because of all the great, grand, beautiful covenant blessings that you have for them. And my heart aches because they've been, they've been grieving me, Mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit, because they're not, they don't have a heart to follow. So that's what I'm going to pray for, you know? And so it's always about put, get in a position where you can receive and hear God's will. Uh, okay, now go to uh, Hebrews uh, chapter 7, uh, 20 to 28. This talks actually about uh, Jesus and his role. Excellent. Hebrews 7, 20 and 28? 20 through 28, yep. 20 through 28. And inasmuch as he was not made priest without an oath, for they have become priests without an oath, but he with an oath by him who said to him, The Lord has sworn and will not relent. You are a priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. By so much more, Jesus has become a surety of a better covenant. Also, there were many priests because they were prevented by death from continuing. But he, because he continues forever, has an unchangeable priesthood. Therefore, he's able to save to the uttermost those who come to God through him since he always lives to make intercession for them. For such a high priest was fitting for us, who is holy, harmless, undefiled, separate from sinners, 
and has become higher than the heavens, who does not need daily as those high priests to offer up sacrifices, first for his own sins and then for the people's, for this he did once and for all when he offered up himself. For the law appoints as high priest men who have weakness, but the word of the oath which came after the law appoints the son who has been perfected forever. Yeah. So um, it says, uh, and this, there's a whole discussion here in uh, Hebrews 7, 8, 9, and 10 of the high priest uh, that, uh, remember, uh, when they went through the sacrificial process, um, who only could go into the Holy of Holies? The priest. The high priest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was the single person who was designated as, as the single high priest. Uh, and he could go into the Holy of Holies mm-hmm. and make sacrifice. And he would mm-hmm. do it for himself, for his family, then for the nation. And then the nation could join him in that mm-hmm. sacrifice and they could sacrifice and say, I join you in that. And then they were covered for a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the priest couldn't do it permanently because uh, it was a temporary uh, uh, you know, sacrifice and resolution and, and, and atonement. Um, and that's why there was no seat in the Holy of Holies. He could not sit down. Right. Um, he could go in and, and perform it, but, but that was it. Okay. Um, and what he did in a sense, uh, and there was, and then we'll see this is that he, uh, he both was, uh, offering the sacrifice in order to have the people have a relationship with God. And then two is he would intercede and say, father, would they be willing to join me? in this sacrifice so they could have your will be known throughout mm-hmm. this next year. And me, the high priest and the other priest are going to assist them in discovering your will. We're going to come to you to hear your will and we're going to help them receive it and understand it. And we're going to intercede because we have this privilege of the sacrifice. Okay. So it says mm-hmm. Jesus was the high priest, right? but he also was the sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, he did it. He said he did it once and for all. Right. So what what does that mean? He did it once and for all. He did not have to continue to go in like the high priest would do once a year, once and for all. And then the scripture actually says, and then he sat down at the right hand of God. Right. Uh, and it was completed, finished. Mm-hmm. And because of that, and then it says at his place, seated at the right hand of the father, mm-hmm. having fulfilled it and now given access by everybody to the father directly. Right. He says he never ends in his intercession. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now go back to what we just read about the Holy spirit. What is he interceding? What is he, what is he asking as a priest? Asking, asking God's will and asking for you to hear it and stepping in in that. Yeah. Right. Uh, may it be clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, may we communicate clearly to them. May they receive it. Um, what if father is your will? <laughs> And then mm-hmm. give me, uh, uh, I'm a, Christ said, I'm going to assist the work of the Holy Spirit for them to receive it. And I have a heart mm-hmm. to receive it. And I'm going to help interpret it. By the way, we talked about this last time. How? Tell them secrets. Mm-hmm. Things that you're telling me, I'm going to tell them. Right. Uh, that they can understand the answers to their, to their questions. Because a priest, uh, the role of a priest 
wasn't to uh, just perform duties. Mm-hmm. It was literally to go talk to God, receive right. the will, and then communicate that will and could join, have people join him and do you understand this? Are you clear about mm-hmm. this? Here's the truth, the application of logos or, or scripture right. to your personal situation. Uh, and that's what the role of the priest. Okay, now this is really cool. Uh, go to now First uh, uh, Peter and uh, read verses... Um, uh, 2, 9 to 10. 1 Peter 2, 9 to 10. 1 Peter 2, 9 to 10 says, um, But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, who once were not a people, but are now the people of God, who had not obtained mercy, but have now obtained mercy. Yeah. So he says, now everybody... Uh, who's a believer is elevated to a royal priesthood. Mm-hmm. So now you join. He says the Holy Spirit's job is is interceding. Christ is the is a royal priest who's interceding. Mm-hmm. Now you have the privilege of joining that priesthood, mm-hmm. and you now intercede for yourself and for others to do what the same thing. To seek God's will. Come and seek and, my will, yeah. help clarify, help process. Uh, and, and you can see how it all work, beautifully works together. Is it's not, it's not a, well, go find out and good luck to you. But rather, I'm going to stay with you. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to help receive, process, clarify, confirm. Uh, and I'm going to intercede. And in a sense, intercede meaning what? I'm just staying in process with you. Mm. Um, and I'm going to be used by God to receive some things like you just said you did right. is, uh, well, here's an instruction for Italy. What about Switzerland? Well, actually, um, I'd like them to hear that from me. So you just tell them to listen to me. Uh, mm-hmm. okay. You're in process. Um, and all you're doing is participating with something that's important to them. Right. You've you've joined it because you have a heart for that. And you're not you're not there saying, I'm gonna tell you what you should do on your trip. No, not at all. Um, I'm gonna process as an interceder to listen to what God has to say, and I'm only gonna share with you what God has to say, including and by the way, this is this is important. God said, Well, on Switzerland, just tell them. And you could have mm-hmm. said, Well, yeah, but I wanna know. Right. <laughs> But that wasn't what he said. <laughs> but that's not what he said. See, it, it's it's a pure. There's a purity about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's well, what do you have to say? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, this uh, you could warn them, or you can say like this: this executive. Um, what I heard God say is, tell him not to ask me a binary question. Mm-hmm. Now he didn't tell me the answer. Right. Uh, he just said, just "Don't an instruction. Just tell yeah. him not to ask me a binary question, but to trust me." that I have a secret to tell him and mm-hmm. I'll reveal it. And by the way, he did say this, tell him it's grand. Mm. Uh, and I said, so there you go. Don't, don't understand uh, fully uh, uh, move on his will until you see that it's grand and he'll let you know and I'll help you. I'll stay with you as an intercessor. That's great. Uh, so do you see how beautiful this is, is that... Prayer is, is, first of all, the dialogue between me and God through the Holy Spirit in me, through Christ in me, who's interceding for me. 
Uh, I then invite my spouse, Linda, to join that process. I then invite my inner circle to join that process. And we, mm-hmm. all, we all become intercessors um, in the process because uh, what happens is, by the way, it's, this is a beautiful thing. It elevates it away from just me mm-hmm. that uh, you start, uh, God says to us, do you understand the beauty of the community, the beauty of the body, the beauty of your circle that you care and you get to see great and mighty things that I'm doing for everybody and you get to be part of it, which is necessary in order Mm -hmm. for them to have confirmation and you lift it away from yourself because I, well, I care, you care about uh, them going on a trip. Right. Uh, It's not like, well, yeah, good luck, have a good time. It's no, I'm going to join you because I would like to have you experience the fullness of what God has to say. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm going to participate in that. So intercession is a big, big, big piece of of believing prayer that both as an intercessor, one, and two, is to be a receiver. Right. And inviting others into intercession with you. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So it's it's a beautiful statement of... Um, elevate into this other place uh, to be an intercessor uh, mm-hmm. and, and receive it. So we'll, uh, we'll head off and uh, uh, do this uh, again tomorrow. We'll continue on this aspect of uh, the beauty of elements of prayer. Uh, it's, it's a place of secrets, as we've talked about. And then we get to do that together as intercessors. What a, what a beautiful thing. Which is a blessing, right? Yep, <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing that. And thank you for joining us, everyone. Hope you found today encouraging and just um, are inspired to both come alongside other people, other people in your community as intercessors and to invite intercessors into your prayer life. Yes. I think it's a beautiful thing. Yep. So Amen. have a great day, everyone. Okay. Thank you, Father. We appreciate it. Amen. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.